Broadcasting live, this is KMA Talk Radio, life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. With your hosts, Honest Abe and Adam K. the Brewmeister. Listen to the show anywhere in the free world at kmatalkradio.com. I like to smoke them like the Winston Churchill. Good morning, loyal listeners, libertarians, lovers of the leaf, everyone out there in Radio Land. Welcome to another exciting edition of KMA Talk Radio, broadcasting live here in lovely Boynton Beach, Florida, from the Casa de Monte Cristo. I am Adam K., the Brewmeister. With me today, the man, the myth, the legend, the host with the most, the man who likes his toast dry, Mr. Honest Abe. <laughs> Good morning. So you know how I like my toast? I would just It, 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 it rhymed it with rhymed. everything else I was going with, so that's why I went with it. All right. Yeah. Special shout-out to Chris Duque in Hawaii who's listening right now at 5 in the morning. Wow. You must have some following. I know he's not listening to us at 5 in the morning. That is correct. He is only here for me. <laughs> yes, our, uh, sitting in the chair hey, to your right. Hey, Chris, Matt. Appreciate the support. I'm hot. I'm hot. Okay. Oh, he's Are so all, not hot. We're all hot? It's he a little is hot so not hot. I'm just me? Just me. Okay, I'm good now. Great. Okay. Got to adjust the audio here a little bit. Uh, yes, that is Steve Saka, the man, another mythical man in the cigar industry, uh, sitting over there beast, from literally. Dunbar Tobacco and Trust. <laughs> he uh, he just flew in from uh, Nicaragua. Nicaragua, and boy, are his arms tired. Oh, God, that was so yeah, bad. That was classic, that was classic bad. 70s joke. What can you say? Oh, my I, God. I think it was like a classic. Well, I guess it was in the 20s because there was no flying. That was so bad. Well, Go on. on. All Go right. On. And uh, sitting at the end of the table, our old friend Kevin Abbott of Barrel of Monks Brewing. Kevin, thanks for coming over today, buddy. Uh, hello. How are you guys doing today? Fantastic. I just want to tell you, he's never happy, as happy to do an episode as when he knows you're coming on the show. Well, I feel privileged by that, for sure. Seriously. But, you know, I'm, I'm a popular guy wherever I go because I bring the beer. So that's a pretty good thing for me. Nothing makes this man happy yeah. at all. Nothing? No. <laughs> he's an emotionless void. <laughs> So he, he literally gets excited every time you're on the show. So. Of course, because Kevin makes phenomenal beer, and it's mm, Belgian-styled, and it's always crisp oh, and delicious. I like Belgian-styled beer. It's my favorite beer. Well, you're in luck, then. Yeah. You're in luck today. Oh, yes. That's he's brought something from the vintage collection as well, from the 2016 Father Christmas release. So oh. that's going to be a little tasty beverage. <laughs> it's going to be a great show. we got a lot of great stuff for you. Last week, we, were, we fully recovered from Lazona Palooza. Did you recover? Yeah, I, I, I really didn't do much. No? No. I, you were doing the drinking mostly. Well, I had to. Brett was there from Kaufner Brewing, and he was serving up the lovely uh, La Ranja beer to pair with these cigars. It was lovely. Yeah, it was a great time. I mean, these guys come from all over the country to support that event, and Eric puts on really one hell of a three-day weekend, is it? Yeah. You know, for all those guys. So it's always fun to go down there for La, La Zona Palooza. Absolutely. So, Steve, uh, how was your trip to Nicaragua this time around? No, they're always the same. It's uh, always joy going to a third world. I guess getting in and getting out is pretty, sets up the pace of a Yeah, I mean, look, right now, you know, luckily the violence is non-existent, so uh, can now transit the country uh, in relative safety. And uh, But, you know, it's, uh, look, it's, it's kind of, it's one of the things that kind of hurts me. Most of the guys in my business, like, wax poetic about these places. Right. I've been going there for so long. 
the bloom's a little off the rose. So right. For me, it's always about work. You know, it's always about tobacco. It's always about the factory. Is, 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 I mean, I'm under the assumption I haven't heard, but none of the issues have actually gotten resolved. No, none of the. So why is all the violence died down? Well, what happened was, you know, the people basically Just got tired of dying. Yeah, I mean, the country went lawless there for about a six-week period, and uh, finally, it allowed Ortega to. You know, bring in the police and the paramilitaries to crack down on all the violence. So the violence has been put under, but the problem is right now is they're just in an economic turmoil because it has totally killed the entire tourism industry. Oh, yeah. It's killed all the missionaries. It's killed all foreign investment other than cigars because cigars are kind of like a little ecosystem onto itself. All right. the money comes from America and international, makes product, and they it all gets shut down. They know better to mess with that. Yeah, I mean, but, you know, when the violence was so bad, we couldn't get... Product. You know, product. Either we couldn't get stuff in and we couldn't get stuff out. So Esteli is kind of much more stable, but the rest of the country, it's in total uh, wow. economic freefall. And uh, I, was, uh, I was having a conversation with Adam last night. I was saying that by the government's estimates, they had over 40,000 heads of household um, illegally migrate out of the country just in the last 30 days because wow. there's no work. No work equals no food. No food equals death. Where are they uh, migrating to? Well, guess what? Are you in that march? Let me say this. They're not part of that march sure. that's happening. Very few of those are Nicaraguans. But if something doesn't happen, we, we could literally see a horde of people. I mean, it's, Are they going to be able to make it over the wall? <laughs> Nicaraguans are very uh, <laughs> self-sufficient. <They're> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't... Uh, yeah, it's, 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 it could get to the point where it could become almost uh, refugee-like. Really? Yeah, it's, uh, it's a real, real problem. <laughs> All right, with that, we here at KMA Talk Radio love to give great things away every week. Our good friends over at Recluse have the Recluse Photo Contest of the Week. Congratulations to Paul May of New Mexico. He won last week's five-pack of Recluse cigars. If you'd like a five-pack of Recluse cigars, just head over to the KMA Talk Radio Facebook page. Post your best caption on, well, an instruction on a little use on how to use the bathroom. Because apparently people that's that. gotten so much play on social media. I, it was like the fastest responses. I don't know if you've seen it, but this is our picture. This is actually a sign that exists in some workplace's bathroom. <laughs> it's it's literally a diagram of how to take a dump on yeah, a toilet. I'm, how I'm, to, yeah. what to do and what not to do. Well, what we, to do we, we keep do. saying the next generation continues to get dumber and dumber. Oh, this is worst. obviously proof, right? I, actually, I'm starting a video series, a new social media video series. I don't know if I could legally do this. I have to find out. Oh. Uh, just snippets of my interviews of potential employees. <laughs> <laughs> because you couldn't believe. I think if you blur their faces out. You couldn't believe the words and the answers that would come out of some of these people. I'll tell you what you need to do. You need to get them to sign a release when they, when when they, they do, do the, the interview. interview. Yeah. I'm telling you, I could do a whole social media series on job interviews and today's workforce who comes in. All right. Also, every week, our good friends over at Zycar like to give away the Zycar K- uh, KMA Poll of the Week. Congratulations to Vic Montesano of Sparta, New Jersey. He took Sparta. home last week's prize uh, in, vo- in participating in last week's poll of do you plan on voting on November 6th? Uh, 89% of you said yes, it's my civic duty. 2% of you said no, my vote will make a difference. 5% of you said no, I stay out of politics. And 4 said I would, but I'm too busy not caring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, speaking of polls, I just got to say once again, Florida's in like a, you know. You guys. <laughs> let me let me just tell you something. It, it's really funny because I was watching the news and these votes that are getting recounted and found. The, look, it, it's not that hard to vote. I mean, it's pretty fill in this little thing. And they always got instructions. But these are people who either 
instead of filling in the little circle, mm-hmm. they've circled the name, mm-hmm. or they've drawn an arrow. To which one they want to vote Yes. For. Now, my personal opinion, if you're too stupid to right. know how to fill the card right, those votes should be eliminated. They uh, shouldn't be allowed to vote, because if you're that dumb, that you don't know how to fill out the card, right. why should you be allowed to vote? Gonna get no arguments out of me. I mean, seriously, I, only I'm, I'm actually far more the other side, even worse. I'm telling you, only in Florida can do this crap like this. I, I, I don't like understand this. how people that don't pay taxes get to vote. You just basically get to vote for free crap for yourself. Oh, and then now, <laughs> now, 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 you, like, now you, yeah, I'll take that. Dude, now you can come. Give right me out, six. Right? You can come free. right out of the <laughs> come right out of prison and vote next year. Hey, welcome to Florida. Welcome but, to Florida. But, welcome but, to Florida. It's hot. If you did prisoners vote. The ex-felons, you'd have half the state not able to vote, right? I don't know, man. <laughs> I, I'm just telling you. When I was, when I heard that they were circling names and drawing arrows to the candidates, I'm like, oh, yeah. But these these are who the Democrats want their votes. Now, you haven't gotten to the point yet where you're, like, in Central America, they'll actually put pictures of the candidates on the votes so they don't even have to know the, the name. person's name. They can just recognize. Do they recognize. do that down there? Yeah. So it's like, a, I think it's like a realtor's photo. You know when you get a realtor's <laughs> business card? They always have their picture on it, which I, half the time never looks like the realtor. It's like it's like a, an idealized version of what they think they right? look like. Or what they looked like 20 years ago. Right. I think they need that here in Florida. Yeah. I'm but telling they, you. But yeah, did, they, did they resolve it yet? Has anybody seen Oh, no. It's oh, actually. No. Uh, It'll be weeks. Yeah. I mean. Which is really funny. And a judge has stepped in now. Because, because Gillum actually seceded. What? Well, I mean, I mean, he, he actually, I mean, he, he said. Yeah, but let, let's say this. If he really got more votes, then the fact that he succeeded doesn't matter. Um, the thing that I find so disturbing about it is that Broward County is not able to say how many votes there actually are. That's what I find. So that's the part. If they said, hey. We found we, a box we, of, we, right. we have 197,000 votes, and then it's a question of counting the 197,000 votes. But they're not even saying the count of how many votes there were, regardless of who they voted for. And that's the part that makes it all so fishy. It, it, you know? it is so Because it lets you just kind of like keep finding votes forever. And they're magically <laughs> appearing. And you figure with, with already the history and the reputation Florida has, the people in charge would be like, hey, let's not screw this up. Look, right? But let me We're say tired this. Of being the when, joke Rick's, of the when Rick Scott was governor, this same election commissioner or whatever her name is, like Brenda somebody or other, mm-hmm. uh, she had problems in 2016, and he could have done something about it when he was in power, and he didn't. So you kind of get, you kind of made this so bed he that he's in. <laughs> so, I mean, because, I mean, this county had nothing but problems in 2016 with the same kind of nonsense where they didn't know how many votes and they were losing votes and they were finding votes. And so, hey, you 2016, know. 2016, how about all the way back to Gore and Bush? Yeah, but I don't think she was in. No. She okay. wasn't the. That uh, was a different person. That was a different. But you just figure at some point they'd say, hey, look, let's not be the joke of the country again. Let's, let's, let's get this Oh, come straight. on. Are you kidding me? My favorite thing to read in the North, uh, newspaper is a Florida man. I know whenever I see the a Florida man, I'm going to have a good laugh because it's just like an instant like, okay, I got to read this because well, it says a Florida man, you know, ended up keeping a pet gator and his child was eaten right? by it, right? I mean, it's always so crazy. You know, it's funny because we have the insane asylum and honest, we don't try it, but literally like six out of any, every seven, six or seven out of every ten stories is a Florida resident. Yeah. Seriously. Nothing you can do about it. Florida, it's hot. Welcome. <laughs> All right. If you'd like to win a sidecar prize, head over to the KMA Talk Radio Facebook page, cast your vote in this week's poll. What should be the classification for classic rock? 70s and 80s stuff only. 
Anything that is 20 years or older, two guitars, a bass, some drums, quality beats, that's how it's done. Damn, we're getting old. Yeah, I think it's <laughs> damn, we're getting old. We're getting old. Yeah. We're getting old. All right, we're taking a short break, and we're going to have more with Kevin and Steve right here on KMA Talk Radio. Keep it lit. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Bold and complex. That is the new Romeo San Andres by Romeo Lieta. Using the very best San Andres rapper leaf available in the market, Rafael Nadal and AJ Fernandez collaborated together to create a new standard among San Andres cigars. Medium to full-bodied. This cigar is bountiful in both flavor and aroma. Available nationally for the first time, Romeo San Andres is a cigar you do not want to miss. Make sure to get one today at your local tobacconist. Romeo San Andres by Romeo Julieta. Cigar enthusiasts, did you know your personal freedom to enjoy a fine cigar is affected by some form of smoking ban in all 50 states? Additionally, taxation on premium cigars is at its highest level in history with some states taxing at an astronomical rate of 75%. Finally, there's a solution. CRA, Cigar Rights of America, is the first and only nonprofit public advocacy association fighting for your freedom to enjoy a fine cigar. Don't just sit there. Become part of the solution. Become a CRA member today. Membership is only $35 a year. That's less than $3 a month. And as a special bonus, CRA will send you two limited edition cigars as a way to say thank you for joining. Visit CigarRights.org for more information and to become a member. Quality and value are always the two biggest determining factors for consumers when making buying decisions. Casa Bella by Sindicato Cigars offers superior flavor, quality construction, and an affordable everyday price. Completely handmade in the Dominican Republic, these value-priced, smooth yet flavorful cigars are comprised of Dominican and Nicaraguan filler tobaccos, and they're available in natural and Maduro wrappers. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Casa Bella cigars. The Oliva family, the makers of some of the most affordable yet highest rated premium cigars available. For seven straight years, Cigar Aficionado has rated Oliva as one of the best cigars of the year. And Oliva has a cigar for all smokers. From the newly released Gilberto Oliva Reserva to the bold and rich Oliva Siri V. Oliva cigars can be found at a tobacconist near you. So always ask for Oliva. An unbeatable value and uncompromising quality. The Oliva family of cigars. The recently released Perdomo double-aged 12-year vintage is an extremely rare blend of Perdomo's finest and most cherished 12-year-old fillers, binders, and wrappers. Bale-aged for 10 years and then barrel-aged in bourbon barrels for an additional two years, these exquisite Nicaraguan tobaccos are bursting with rich, complex flavors. Offered in Connecticut, Sun-Grown, or Maduro, available at only 250 authorized tobacconists worldwide, the Perdomo double-aged 12-year vintage is a must-have for every cigar enthusiast. Monte Cristo has set the standard once again, turning back the hands of time by utilizing a long-forgotten, unique aging process that harmonizes the flavors of the wrapper binder and filler with the use of small pilones. Monte Cristo Epic Craft Cured is an exquisite cigar you must try now. Available nationally for the first time, Monte Cristo Epic Craft Cured features a 2006 Nicaraguan Rosado Oscuro wrapper that is both beautiful and distinctive. This cigar is a masterpiece no one should miss. Make sure you get one today at your local tobacconist. Monte Cristo Epic Craft Cured. 
for 500 years. Nicaragua has served as a crossroads of cultures ever since indigenous inhabitants mocked arriving Spanish conquistadors in a colorful costume satirical masterpiece called El Huehuense or The Wise Man. This great dance continues today in the careful blending of Nicaragua's finest tobacco. Master blender Nicolas Melillo has worked tirelessly to create and honor the great dance of flavors in El Huehuense cigars. Visit foundationcigars.com. Welcome back. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram too. Yes, it's mandatory. Oh, welcome back to KMA Talk Radio. I am Adam K. the Brewmeister. With me, of course, honest day, but good morning. Steve Saka of Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust. That's me. Yes, and Kevin Abbott of Barrel of Monks Brewing. Guys, thanks for being here. We're coming all this way this early. Kevin, thanks for bringing beer. My pleasure. I got a bottle crack. You get ready to crack open Absolutely, right now. So what's I do. This bottle here. So this beer is called Delilah. This is a beer that we did with our friends, the Chosen Bean in Fort Lauderdale. It's a uh, Belgian double, our Abbey Turno double, with a locally roasted coffee. So I figured this is the perfect beer to start off with because it's coffee. What, what, what local coffee? So there's a uh, roastery called the Chosen Bean in there in Fort Lauderdale. Uh, we'll just pass that down if you don't mind. Uh, they're good friends of ours. We did a lot of experimentation with some different beers to see which admit, one they would like. I like the glasswork. Yeah. Nice touch. It's always it's always important, you know what I mean? You uh, you got to present the beer just as well, well. We're not giving any to the tech guy? Here we go. I'll well, he is working the cameras. I don't know if we want to give him beer. Do we want Brian? Yeah, of course you want to give him beer. Here you go. He might make me look beautiful. Let me yeah. see that bottle. Give me, uh, the so this beer uh, is called Delilah because the uh, coffee roast was called Samson. So we did Samson uh, We did uh, Samson coffee to make Delilah. I like that. Uh, it's a 7% uh, Belgian double with bi- the coffee bi- beans. Bi- biblical reference for all you blasphemous people out there. <laughs> exactly. Absolutely. Ooh, hold up. So can you actually taste the coffee? I hope it's going to be real subtle. Yeah, I was just say it's subtle, but it's definitely there. It's slightly roasty, has like a fruitiness yeah. from the uh, the double, which is the base beer, and it's you just get a little overall. bit of the acidity too. You know, I'm going to tell you something because I'm so not a beer drinker. I mean, he's the brewmeister and handles all the beer, so he's constantly telling me stuff, and he kind of knows what I like. But I, I really am amazed because we we have a, a few people who've come on our show like yourselves who are really into the microbrewing and doing specialty stuff. I could truly taste like the different things than just from the regular kind of beer you're drinking every day. I mean, I may not be able to eloquently describe it or pinpoint it, but it's a really completely different drinking experience. Oh, it's got a lovely creamy note, too, just on the back end there, also part of the coffee experience, and a little bit of the yeast character, too. Absolutely. It has a little bit of fruitiness to it, so it's got that kind of like dark fruit flavor from the candy sugar we use, a little bit of roastiness from the coffee bean. Uh, Overall, though, it's also 7% and dark, but dry. It's not a sweet beer, and you mentioned the acidity. Anytime you're in, you live in Florida, you need to have a little acidity in your beer to make it refreshing. Uh, so that's an, another important. Yeah, aspect it's not very beer. carbonated. Well, that's actually it I should. Guess I think it's. This is actually the effect of bottle conditioning. So we actually start this beer with uh, flat beer and add yeast and sugar, and then the beer gets carbonated in the bottle. Got and, it. But each one of these caps, some of them are imperfect. So this is actually less carbonated than it should be. But that was part of the... Uh, okay, I noticed yeah, one thing. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, absolutely. You picked that, that out. Can I see that cap? Yeah, it's just that sometimes you get micro leaks in there, oh. so you don't get the carbonation level that you're looking for. And that's that's a, uh, you'll notice the next beer that I open up, the carbonation level is bananas. It's right. just all over the place. And that's more of what we're going for on a regular basis. But that's part of having a living beer in the bottle. It's going to... 
each beer, each bottle is going to be a little bit different. Always remember to pour slowly because there is going to be some yeast residue in the bottom and you don't want to end up with it in your beer. Very true. There you go. All right. Well, good. Oh, yes. Enjoy these beers. We talked to Steve Steve and uh, keep going. Well, I'm not going to play the intro just because we're Start at the next segment? We'll start at the next segment. We're just going to keep talking about this and uh, other interesting topics because Kevin's also here. They're having the Christmas party next week, Saturday, starting at 1 o'clock. We're actually doing 4 o'clock this year. It's going to be 4 to 8. It's going to be a little bit later on in the day. And we're keeping this a little bit more inside. So we're going to have only about 100 all-you-can-drink tickets sold and about 30 VIP tickets. Oh, so it's a ticketed event. It's a ticketed event, but you can actually show up and just buy a beer. You know, if you walked in and you just want to buy a beer at the bar, perfectly able to. But the people that are getting all-you-can-drink are going to have access to other special beers Uh, that other people don't have. uh, And VIPs and they have access to. They want the good stuff, you buy the tickets. Exactly. Are are you carrying people out of there at the end of this party annually? The the amount of very, very happy and content people smiling, sitting at our bar after one of our all-you-can-drink parties is pretty uh, pretty astronomical. But, uh, you know, bring an Uber or bring an Uber. Bring an Uber. (laughs) Uh, Take an Uber, take a Lyft. Uh, Yeah, because we're talking about a lot of high gravity, so high alcohol Belgian beers. I'm going to have a coffee version of my Father Christmas. I'm going to have a Pinot Noir barrel version of my Father Christmas. We're going to have our ginger triple. We're going to have our double with figs. We're going to have some big bold beers. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) I assume you're going. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good stuff. I'll be, I'll be in it. I'll be if in somebody wants tickets, where do they get them? You just go to our website, BarrelAmongst.com, and you can go on there. You can purchase either a VIP, which are very limited, all you can drink, or if you don't want to do that, you can just show up the day of and uh, buy a beer. And if we have any, if we and if we have any more tickets available the day of, you can buy one there. So the other question is, uh, usually there's like 12 different. I think last year there were like 12 different variations on tap. We will end. We will how many, have. How many are going to be available this we year? We will have 12 available to the greater public. We'll have an extra five, so 17 available for all you can drink. Wow. And for VIP, they're going to get two very special vintage beers. That is a Pinot Noir Monk in the Park, which is a Belgian dark strong ale we brewed back in 2015. Uh, they're going to have availability of that and our 2015 Bourbon Barrel Father Christmas, only available for VIP. How many varietals of beer do you currently have produced? Uh, we have 12 on draft at any time at the brewery. But but rotate. We, I mean, I think in 2018. Where's the portfolio at roughly now? I think we've probably done well over part. 100 and oh, 120 wow. beers. Now, that's not a recipe built from scratch. That's a beer that we put in a Pinot Noir barrel, and then we did it with coffee. Brilliant. So we yeah. do some treatments, as you say, but we've done well over 100 beers. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right. Lots more great stuff to come. We're going to talk to Steve Saka about the Sin Compromiso and all kinds of other great stuff here on KMA Talk Radio. Keep it lit. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. We are family. Stop right there. A, I hate the song. B, I can't sing. Dan Blunt here for Alec Bradley Cigars. I'm making a point, though, and that's Alec Bradley Cigars is a family operation. Alan Rubin named the company after his two sons, Alec and Bradley, when they were just tykes. Now they're grown up, working alongside their dad, making the best damn cigars you ever smoked. So join the family. Alec Bradley Cigars. If you had to pack a go-bag, what would go in it? For Pepe Mendez, it was his rare Pilotico tobacco seeds, which he personally carried to the Dominican Republic half a century ago. In tribute, we introduced the Monte Cristo Pilotico Pepe Mendez. 
a robust cigar with nutty, leathery notes and a slow burn that marks the rebirth of a golden age. Try the new Monte Cristo at your local cigar lounge, and you may want to pack one to go, too. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease, even in non-smokers. Tobacco legend Julio Aroa and his son, Justo Aroa, bring back the authentic Corojo and Aladino cigars. A true Cuban puro, giving homage to original vintage Vitolas. Aladino cigars are also available in a dark, rich Maduro wrapper. JRE Tobacco has an unwavering commitment for consistency and quality. Experience our commitment to excellence in any one of our three lines. The Aladino, the Rancho Luna, and the Tatascan. Light up a JRE cigar today. Visit JREtobacco.com. Cigar enthusiasts, did you know your personal freedom to enjoy a fine cigar is affected by some form of smoking ban in all 50 states? Additionally, taxation on premium cigars is at its highest level in history, with some states taxing at an astronomical rate of 75%. Finally, there's a solution. CRA, Cigar Rights of America, is the first and only non-profit public advocacy association fighting for your freedom to enjoy a fine cigar. Don't just sit there. Become part of the solution. Become a CRA member today. Membership is only $35 a year. That's less than $3 a month. And as a special bonus, CRA will send you two limited edition cigars as a way to say thank you for joining. Visit CigarRights.org for more information and to become a member. Hoya de Nicaragua proudly announces the release of Cuatro Cinco Reserva Especial, a carefully modified recipe containing a unique and exceptional selection of barrel-aged grade-A fillers and a beautiful silky shade-grown Habano wrapper. From the legendary Jalapa Valley, produced in small quantities, this exceptional medium to full-bodied cigar will continue to captivate consumers with its rich Nicaraguan complexity, subtle woody and sweet flavors, and a velvety finish. Try a Cuatro Cinco Reserva Especial today. Since the dawn of time, the universe has been constantly evolving. Now experience the evolution of flavor. Sindicato Cigars, available in Ecuadorian shade-grown Corojo and San Andres Marron wrappers, are beautifully crafted by master blender Arsenio Ramos. Using a double-leaf binder and meticulously box-pressed, Sindicato Cigars provide the perfect draw to deliver the evolved flavors you won't soon forget. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Sindicato Cigars. CLE Cigar Company presents CLE Cigars, Eroa Cigars, and Asylum Cigars. With four generations and over 120 years of experience in tobacco. From seed to smoke, these cigars are produced in Honduras and Nicaragua with the utmost care and precision possible. CLE Cigar Company introduces a vast array of tobaccos in various sizes to bring the highest quality of premium tobacco direct for your enjoyment. Visit CLEcigars.com for more information. Welcome back. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Welcome back to KMA Talk Radio, broadcasting live here in Point Beach, Florida, from the live studio audience. I am Adam K., the brewmeister. With me, of course, Honest Abe. Good morning. And Mr. Steve Saka from Dunbar Tobacco and Trust. Senor Sasquatch himself. And Kevin from Bear Monks. Kevin, guys, thanks for being here. Well, we we're good. Later on in the segment, when we pour another beer. We just had a great conversation about alcohol level. I, I thought it was very interesting. We'll, I want to touch base on that. Okay. We're on the air later. Yes. But for right now, let's hit our meet your maker. Let's uh, 
time for what we consider to be our favorite part of the show. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell. It's time to meet your maker. This week, Game and Talk Radio is pleased to welcome back Steve Saka from Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust. Steve, thanks for being here after coming back from Nicaragua and, you know, being ready to uh, talk about cigars. So you have in front of you the Sin Compromiso, which you just launched this year. How is the cigar doing? Um, how, how has it been received by the public? It's been received uh, amazingly well, actually. I'm really pleased with how it's doing. Um, you know, we... Uh, Right now, as of, we basically, I don't know, do you smoke cigars? Uh, from time to time, yeah. Yeah, give it away. It will today. Brand. Thank you. Um, you know, it's, uh, look, it's my flagship brand. It's my highest end product, um, separate of, obviously, the Unicorn. Uh, highest end puts it at what price point? Uh, this this cigar about. runs right between 16 and 19 retail. Oh, yeah. Wow. And, um, and it's, uh, it's, you know, it, and there's six tobaccos in it, and of the six tobaccos, Five of them were originally grown exclusively just for this single cigar. Um, one of the tobaccos I ultimately ended up also using in the Todas Las Dias blend, but still four of the tobaccos that are in it are just grown exclusively for this. And the, the one that's probably the most interesting is the Kappa. Uh, the Kappa is a hybridized San Andreas Negro, but it's uh, this process I call Cultivo Tanto. Um, I had read this crazy article about these Japanese farmers that sell water, these type of melons for a, an exorbitant price. And what they do is they, they plant this particular strain and the vine will produce 18 to 22 blossoms. But what they do is they actually pull all the blossoms off. But Except two, one or two. two. And then they let the melons start and then they decide which of the melons is going to be the best melon and they discard the other melons. So it takes 100 square feet of uh, land to cultivate just one melon. Get out of here. And the concept behind it is it makes that melon fleshier, sweeter, richer, and I always wanted to try it with tobacco, but it was very hard to find a farmer that was stupid enough I was to, gonna uh, say. to work. And, and what ended up happening is uh, I work with a pair of farmers in Mexico, and what we do is we actually strip the entire bottom half of the plant off just as the leaves get to be about two, three inches long, and we throw them on the ground, and we only grow the top half of the plant. And the way that ends up working out is the top half of the plant is worth only about 35% of the weight of the crop. So we're throwing away 65% of the tobacco before we even let it develop. So that way, all the nutrition, all the uh, all the various components of the soil, all the attention goes into just the top half. So of the who's plant. the crazy farmer you convinced to do this? Yeah, his name uh, his name is uh, Carlos Guzman, and uh, <laughs> basically. Uh, but I have to pay him for 100% of the That's crop. He don't care. Right. His he, attitude is like, if you're, you're crazy gringo, you want to throw away all the tobacco, fine. But go you ahead. still got to pay before. Okay. All right. So, uh, all but, right. uh, and the thing is, you know, and sometimes you always worry about that you're buying into your own. So That's a drop, John? Right. So yeah. Up, oh, John, that's a drop. Thank you. Drop. All right. So, yes, we're here that. talking with Steve Saka cool. from Dump Part oh. Tobacco and Trust so on this, the 319th show. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, because there's an eight-second drop, so eight seconds of audio just got lost. But you do hold the record. Oh. For the most drops of any person we've had on the show. So you just yes. continue. And that was on the phone. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, so you're always worried that you're buying into your own BS. So I actually had the factory, because I buy a lot of other tobacco from the same farmers. I actually had them make me 100 using their standard San Andreas Negro, and then another 100 using what I call cultivo tanto, which means foolish cultivation. And I can tell the difference 
100 percent of the time. Hold on. Now, did you name this? Did I name Foolish it? Cultivation. Yeah, they have some fancy name for it that's very pretty. But I, I decided Cultivo Tanto was a much more apt description. Are, are you using that in the marketing? Um, yeah, but you know, grown Cultivo Tanto style. Yeah, Cultivo Tanto. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but it's uh, it's you know it's it's so far he asked the question, how's it being accepted? Um, I see that you still have four cigars on the shelf here, which is really unusual because almost everybody sold out of it within the first day or week. Um, and right now, if I don't get one single order more, I'm sold 100% out of production until going into March. So it's been received incredibly well. Wow. Yeah, you know, sometimes. Now, is, is, is the production problem the way the tobacco's being grown? Um, it's not it's a production problem. I, look, I grew so much tobacco. Because for the tobaccos are exclusively for this, there's only so much of it. So I had pretty much programmed out what my 2018, 2019 production is. And I'm just not going to deviate from it. So the fact that it's selling great, I'm happy for it, I'm thankful for it. But I'm not going to just instantly start adjusting it or taking a lower quality so I can sell more of it. Also, what people don't realize is how long the adjustment takes to materialize because a lot of times in the industry by the time these adjustments are made right. and the cigar gets there, the the flow of demand has has changed. That's so, correct. You know, it's it's a tricky game. Now for our listeners who don't know, sin compromiso means without compromise. Right. It means no compromise. So I, I'm guessing that you Unless uh, you're in Mexico. What does it mean in Mexico? In Mexico, it kind of means without commitment. It's like something you'd say to a chica at a bar if you wanted to kind of like... Oh, I like that. <laughs> it's like, I like yeah, that. Like, uh, so I compromiso? Really? Yeah, yeah, I, I like that. that. <laughs> right. Yeah, so I, I, I have a lot of Mexicans going, no commitment? What a, <laughs> <laughs> what a terrible day. But, but in Nicaragua, sin compromiso means without or no compromise. All right, interesting. Now, what's with the... Um, Irish cross, or I mean, I'm not sure. Yeah, you know, I. If it's an Irish cross or a it's Gaelic. It's not really. It's just. It's a. Uh, you know. Was I always it wanted, some ornament I, you saw no, no, on a no, font? No, said, Ooh, that's cool. No, or? what it was is. Uh. Look, it isn't a representation of it, but it was inspired. I was in Scotland, and I was on Islay, and there's a cross called the Kildalton Cross, and I don't know. When I visited it, it was just kind of almost a, a semi-spiritual, you know effect on me because this cross is like one of the longest standing in place Christian crosses it's been there for a thousand years wow. untouched and undamaged and uh, I don't know I always the thing about crosses is I mean they're a representation of fidelity they're a representation of faith they're a representation of you know consistency so it was always something I wanted to do but I always wanted to save it for the right product product that you know I'm if you're going to name a cigar Sin Compromiso, you're really kind of setting the bar incredibly high. You know what I mean? So if it says that on it, it's got to come o- It's got to come over the gate that way. Because if it doesn't, you know, it's going to be just a total flop. I, I, this is a actually beautifully constructed cigar, as you can see from this lovely ash I have going here. We will give this lovely angle. I, honestly, I'm still just rubbing mine. And this, this wrapper has almost like a... Soft touch, fuzzy feel to it. Yeah, it's got a, it's got a very small. You can't really see it with your naked eye, but it has a, it has a very deeply textured, what we call a tooth, a grain. So like on Connecticut Broadleaf, you can see it almost as postules, pimples of oil. Exactly. Yeah. It's very on, rough. But on, but on this, 
they're so small, they're so micro, but they cover the entire wrapper. It feels like fuzz. Yeah, it's it's really it's it has almost like a velveteen. Yeah. Thing. Remember when you were a kid and in your Easter basket there was that plastic rabbit that was covered with that kind of fuzz on yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of the way this feels. It's it's really. Look, what am I going to tell you? Every meet the maker you have come on here tells you that their cigars are the best. My cigars are the best. <laughs> <laughs> well, you you know you said one of the things that I, I've repeated all you know. Being in the industry now 20-plus years, there's always things that I hear that people say that I reiterate throughout my career because it's pretty accurate or, you know, at the moment, it was like... Gospel brilliant. truth. But yeah, one time you were talking to a crowd of people, and you're like, look, we blend cigars to our palate. So yeah, I think my cigars are the best. Rocky thinks his cigars are right. the best. Nick Perdomo Nick thinks, his, thinks cigars his cigars are the best. Because they're blending cigars that they like and they smoke and they enjoy, so yeah, they right. think they're the best, so... You know, a lot of it is subjective and, and whatnot. But it's my just, cigars are the best. But your cigars are the best. <laughs> are, at the end of the day. Yeah. yeah. Period. That's, that's, <laughs> that's all it is, yes. Absolutely. But, uh, I, can, no, I can appreciate that, by the way. <laughs> yes. Well, you know, so you feel that way about your beer, right? I do. Because you pour your heart and soul and you're passionate and you have a vision and you, and you work really hard. I mean, I started working on this cigar over three years ago. You know, these, you know, these pilot crops. I mean, this is not a, let me go to the factory and throw some tobacco together and bing, bam, boom, you have a, a $19 cigar. No, this was a real long-term I mean, investment. I, I'm going to hear a testament to Steve Soccer for real here. I mean, outside of being in the industry, we've known each other, I don't know what now, 15 years maybe? Longer than that. Yeah, almost maybe. Well, yeah. well I mean, well, actually, I knew you as a consumer. If you're going to include yeah, that era over, yeah, over well, 20 like years. Yeah. Literally, yeah. Since I moved, yeah, since I moved to Florida, literally, yeah. So, um, but I mean, I've known him in the industry for a long time. And, you know, we kind of have these debates every now and then. Because he really is one of the manufacturers who does set his own standard ridiculously high. You know, and I tell him, I say, look, the links that you go to. Because he's telling me these stories, and I'm listening yeah, to them. He's always telling me I'm wasting my time. And I'm, that I don't not, need to put so much effort in. Wait, hold on. Let me... Let me consumers that. don't care. I've hold on. Time out. Like, you have said yeah. Wait, wait. No, no, no. No, I'm going to tell you exactly <laughs> what I said. You can tell me if I'm wrong. Okay? When he's telling me these stories, I'm like, is he for real? Or is he just trying to pull my chain at this point? And then when I realize he's real, tell me all the steps and measures, what I do say to him is, you know, there's really only a really small percentage of the smokers out there could, they could even appreciate. Yeah, but that's okay with me. No, no, I understand. But, but what I'm saying but is... he knows. Yeah, and I mean... you know, and yeah. you... I'm telling you. I don't people. know that he knows. Oh, he doesn't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. You know. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know <laughs> and that that's all. And that's all that matters. But, but the, the links he goes to, I'm telling you, man, such a small percentage even have that aptitude to appreciate the depth of what he goes to. I've he always to, said, for he me... He goes through all this work. My, my best consumer is the one that's the most educated. The more educated they are, the more experienced they are, Amen. the more they're going to be able to appreciate the difference. I agree. And look, and I can't, look, I can't compete on price, and I can't compete on sales and marketing and distribution. Oh, yeah. So the sure. only thing that I can do is actually genuinely try to make something that is exceptionally better than the other choices they have on the shelf. That's the only potential avenue I have to differentiate, to differentiate myself. And so that's the path that I've chosen. And in the end, look, will I ever be as big as Abdel? Will I ever be as big oh, as Oh, you're Nick? bigger than Abdel. Well, yeah, physically. But I, mean, <laughs> I, I, I understand that it's, that it's a limiting factor, but I'm okay with that. All right. 
Uncompromising. Steve Sock, everybody. <laughs> I'm not joking. I, mean, I used to always argue that I'm the biggest retailer in the industry, and everybody would look at me like, what? Uh, yeah, physically. Yeah, I'm, I'm the biggest <laughs> retailer. In the I'm by far the biggest cigar man. <laughs> <laughs> now you go to All right. <laughs> with that, we are going to take a short break and come back with more with Steve Sock and Kevin Abbott of Barrel Monks. Keep it lit. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Mike Bellady has collaborated with industry legends Don Pepin Garcia, Manuel Quesada, and Ernesto Perez Carrillo to make some of the industry's most highly touted cigars. Through his company, MLB Cigars, Mike brings you four incredible and unique blends. Imperia, Imperia Islero, Imperia Aventador, and the David P. Ehrlich Tremont. MLB Cigars are made with the best minds in the industry. Visit us at MLBCigarVentures.com and follow us on social media. Imperia and David P. Ehrlich Cigars. Developed by legends, smoked by connoisseurs. Hi, this is Rocky Patel, and I'd like to invite you to try one of our Decade Cigars. This premier cigar received a 95 rating from Cigar Aficionado, one of the highest ratings ever afforded by that magazine. It's a beautiful Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper with fillers from Nicaragua and Honduras. This cigar is medium to full-bodied, rich, complex, yet elegant and well-balanced. I promise you, you're going to love the Decade. Try it. In the heart of Santiago, Dominican Republic, on the rolling floor at La Aurora Cigar Factory is a section reserved only for the elite. Cigar rollers work for over 10 years to simply get the opportunity to make a historic cigar. Those cigars are La Aurora Preferidos. Featuring six different wrappers in a perfecto shape, take part in a legendary tradition that started the Dominican cigar industry. Look to the lion. La Aurora Cigars, king of the pride since 1903. Looking for something unique and awesome? Smoke Oscar Valdaris Cigars. 2012 Connecticut. 2012 Corojo. 2012 Maduro. The Oscar Habano. The Oscar Maduro. My Way. And our latest creation, Oscar Valdaris Cicerone Edition. A great cigar that comes in five different collectible boxes with an amazing exclusive artwork. Remember, Oscar has something unique and awesome waiting for you. Ask for Oscar Cigars in your favorite cigar shop. Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust and its master ligador, Steve Saka, is crafting the very finest cigars available today. One such brand is his Todos Los Dias. This liga is very smooth with tastes of dark chocolate and figs with a nice sweet chili pepper that escalates in warmth as you smoke it. On the palate, it feels like a medium-bodied smoke, but it is lying to you as this cigar is quite strong. From the first puff, there is no doubt of the origin of Todos Los Dias or that it is intended solely for the seasoned cigar smoker. Viva Nicaragua! To Affinity and beyond, that is where Affinity Cigars will take you. These mild to medium cigars use only the finest select high-grade Ecuadorian Connecticut tobacco, creating a cigar that delivers a smooth, rich, creamy smoke with the gentleness of a mother's touch. Affinity Cigars have become America's go-to cigar for that flavorful yet unintimidating smoking experience. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer. Insurance companies have a very unique business model that the general public doesn't understand. Insurance companies make profit only one way, taking in premiums and paying out less on claims than they take in premiums. In doing this, they oftentimes deny legitimate people with viable claims fair compensation. 
We know accidents happen. They happen every day. The good thing about insurance is it helps people do the right thing when they've caused accidents. You know, if I cause an accident, the first thing I want to do is make sure the person is okay, the, per the person's taken care of. The insurance gives us the ability to do the right thing. Unfortunately, the insurance company uh, treats people like statistics instead of human beings. And that's why you need an experienced attorney to make sure the insurance company does the right thing. Welcome back. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram too. Yes, it's mandatory. Welcome back to KMA Talk Radio, broadcasting live here in Palm Beach, Point Beach, Florida. I am Adam K. The Brewmeister. With me, of course, Mr. Honest Abe. I got to say hi to Uncle Happy. You Happy? Know, yeah, it's one of my cousins in Chicago. We, um, we AJ Lepore is away on his honeymoon, mm -hmm. who I found out missed his flight. Missed his flight yeah. to Costa Rica. Yeah, they missed his flight, so they ended up like, like uh, a, a day or two later. They just landed yesterday. They landed yesterday. Yeah. Um, he's been gone for three. He's been gone for three all days. All that already. good PTO time off wasted. And um, Paul, I don't know what Paul's doing. Paul went home. He, so he's in New York. No one's following our, our guys here on uh, Facebook on the book Live. Face. Uh, yeah, on the Bookface Live. So I need to say good morning to all the guys. Yes. Sorry. And of course, Steve Sock is here for our Meet Your Maker segment. Don't forget about the beer. Oh, yes. I'm getting there. And no, Kevin he, Abbott. He never forgets the beer. Never forget about the beer. Uh, and this, we have poured another lovely uh, Barrel of Monks Brewing beer. Now, Kevin, what do we have in front of us now? So this is one of the most unique things we've ever done. This beer is called 99. This beer was brewed with our good friend Warren Sapp, uh, former Tampa Bay Bucks beer. football player? Yeah. How really? did you guys get hooked up with Warren Sapp is the question I've been dying to ask you since it came out last uh, three weeks ago or so. So Warren is a big Belgian beer fan, and really? he lives locally, and he was at, he's, he describes it at Zinberger over in Boca, uh -huh. and uh, so one of the bartenders said, you know, there's a Belgian-style brewery right down the street. He basically drove over, knocked on the door until someone answered, and said... When you guys weren't open. Oh, no, we, we, this was during the daytime, so there's okay. no one there. No one, yeah. And we kind of answered the door and started talking to him. He said he wanted to try the beer, and we just started pouring beers for him. He said how much he enjoyed them, and he just became an advocate for us. He's actually a pretty pretty close friend now of one of my partners, uh, and he really wanted a beer. He wanted to be able to go to the Hall of Fame ceremony, and he wanted to be able to pour his beer for his friends. And... Uh, we came up with this idea. It's called 99. It actually has Warren's Hall of Fame bust on the on the label. Oh, it is. And oh, we, I, could, I, I got terrible vision. I couldn't see it. Yeah. But it is. It's 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 a bust of. It yeah. is yeah. Warren's Hall of Fame bust. Yeah. Absolutely. Wow. Here, and let's put that on the camera. Right. Warren, Warren's there. a great guy. He he's been a big advocate for us, and he just he loves beer. He loves talking about it. He, he was kind enough to do some videos with us. He did a meet and greet and an autograph okay. signing at the brewery. Nice. And we developed a beer, and we basically talked to him. And we said, Well, what do you like? And we went through and tried a bunch of different beers that we do, and he picked out a beer that we did as a collaboration a few years ago with Do South Brewing, which we did a hoppy triple. So we said, Let's do a hoppy blonde ale, Belgian blonde ale, but Let's not make it bitter. A lot of hoppy beers are really bitter. Well, these are all late edition hops, which means that it's all aroma and flavor hops and not, uh, and not bittering hops. So it's citrusy, it's full body, it's getting a I'm guessing Columbus and a little citra. Uh, so this has, in this is, 
Where were the hats? But we definitely put some citra in this beer. Yeah, I definitely uh, get some notes of the citra on there. Yeah, I, I, I should, the front I'm, I'm embarrassed that I can't tell you because uh, my current head brewer <laughs> puts, <laughs> to put this recipe together and my uh, my partner, Bill McPhee. But these are new world hops. We did not use every beer that we do basically wow. uses old world, uh, classic European style hops. This is one of the first beers we've ever released commercially that used American hops. So it was uh, a citrusy, bigger, bolder hop flavor and profile. We put ridiculous amounts of hops in it. And it's the Very happiest hoppy. thing we've ever done. Yeah, this is uh, very, very, like, a completely, like you said, different, way different on the uh, carbonation level than the other beer. Yeah. Oh, and it's, love the, uh, you can definitely tell that this was a late edition hops because of the cloudiness as well. So we wanted to also kind of piggyback onto our Belgian version of these kind of dank, cloudy uh, IPAs. So this is kind of our foray into that idea, nice. but doing it our way, not, not the way a lot of other people do it. Stuff. And also, you know, it's just so much fun to work with somebody. I, I, I got Warren Sapp's rookie cards. You know, I grew up <laughs> watching him. Wow. And uh, he's, you know, I was a big football fan growing up, so it was a pleasure to be able to meet him and uh, all that kind of stuff. He, he likes to work with other people. I can't stand working. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you just can't stand I, You I can't stand I don't people. want anybody else's opinion or <laughs> insight or anything. People, you just can't stand people. <laughs> um, he's, he, Warren's not happy to be a cigar smoker, is he? That I don't know. Oh, we got to find I, I, that I, I out. I don't know that. We yeah. do a cigar project. Oh, yeah. I mean, no, the beer, like they did down in La Ranja. Oh, yeah. yeah just talk to him. Maybe see if the guys want to work on that kind of a project. Absolutely. Right, good stuff. We can totally make that happen. I can also ask uh, Keith, who's who's basically, he's Warren's friend that has put most of this stuff together at the brewery. I can always ask him if he's interested in cigars. Yeah, well, if he is, we know, we'll know where to get him some. We stuff. know where to get things going. All right. Uh, Steve, Paul told me you brought a special pr- present uh, oh, for your yeah. surprise for Abe. Yeah, good. Which is really unusual because Steve really doesn't like me. Steve doesn't like to bring gifts. No, he doesn't like I, no. I certainly don't like to bring gifts. No. Oh, he's reaching there his pouch. Oh, wow. Those are for you to smoke. Oh, wow. I already cut it open to make it easy for you. <laughs> oh. So what we are looking at here. you got a finished package product. Yeah, well, what did you think I was doing? I have no idea. So, the last time you were on, Evan Darnell was also on for the first time, and he was kind enough to bring some steak and burritos yeah, I, of the well, Red Meat Lovers Club. Right. Evan, Evan to come with him, we just like we could just have a whole that would be oh perfect. a whole club yeah, yeah. beer, red beer, meat, cigar, and cigars. Red meat, yeah. But yeah, Evan Evan came on a show who's the secretary of steak of the Red Meat Lovers Club. And uh, bought in some food, and him and Steve actually met during the show. And we got the crazy idea of pairing a cigar to go with red meat, which... That's not a crazy idea. I was going to say, it's pretty standard for a guy to want a cigar. what was crazy was to say, blend a cigar specifically to pair with, you know, with steak. Yeah. where Where the blend was developed around eating steak, tasting the tobacco, having more... It was, it was a fun project to do. I really... Uh, now, this is wrapped in butcher paper. It's wrapped in butcher paper. you got to show this product. Here we go. We'll get this front product shot on there. la da da And the USDA Prime on the back page. Now, now these cigars we're going to release at a Red Meat Lovers Club dinner in January. Is that the plan? That's the plan. I'm, I'm currently right now. I went through... Because we were trying to shoot for earlier, but with everything you had going to Nicaragua, we didn't well, want to... The problem is Nicaragua, because of the little right. revolution, everything <laughs> kind of took a setback for about eight weeks. But um, I'm they are right now. I went through the final quality control check of the finished goods this previous week while I was in Nika. 
So they will actually be bundling them next week, and I expect to export them uh, on Friday or Monday. So I think you will actually get the cigars sometime uh, towards the tail end of this month. Well, thanks for letting everybody know now that we're going to have to sit on until January. Well, age, you'll be in a little bit of time to rest. But, yeah, I mean, uh, we, 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 uh, they're, they're going to host a dinner specifically for the release of the cigar. Yeah. And then we, it's, we did a production of approximately 500, 500 uh, of these correct. bundles. And whatever's left, we'll put out to the public for guys yeah, to try. I don't try. think there'll be quite 500 because I pulled out quite a few that I wasn't happy with aesthetically. Um, so... Um, Once we're gonna, again, going to pack up however many ends up. There will probably be at least 470 bundles, but uh, there won't, definitely won't be over 500. I know there's a, there's sure. a little tag on the back that's tagged with USDA Prime, and there's a message from the Secretary of State, so I just want to read it, what it says. It says, this cigar should be smoked before, during, and after consuming steak. Live your best life. Don't cheap out on red meat and cigars. Secretary of State. So. The Secretary of State. And what the Secretary of State says, all shall follow and all shall continue to do. That is what's there. All right. We've got a lot of great shows still to come. We're going to talk more with Steve and Kevin. There will be more beer drinking, cigar discussion, and cigar smoking. All here on this, the 319th episode of KMA Talk Radio. Keep it lit. Win a date with Adam K. the Brewmeister. Tickle, tickle, tickle. <laughs> I'm overjoyed. It's, um, I didn't even have breakfast. I just went out the house. Win a date with Adam K. the Brewmeister. It's already changing my life. I'm thinking of, <laughs> like, with the family, with myself, uh, having the accessibility and the option is, is really what it's, what it's about. Win a date with the Brewmeister. One of the things is that you can go with your kids and, like, have memories and, like, go on road trips, so it's also a bonding t- thing for the family. It's nice sometimes to just have the, uh, the freedom to go on a ride, you know, just take a drive. Well, we're going to make that happen. Win a date with the Brewmeister. And the winner is... We'll never know really what her true feelings are. Wow. She's not allowed to share those feelings. Wow. But she's also used to uh, meeting controversial figures. But wow. I think the fact that the meeting went over by 17 minutes indicates that they were perhaps quite enjoying their tea together. Win a date with Adam K, the Brewmeister. Dutch treat of course that's fantastic you're listening to kma talk radio follow us on facebook and twitter we're on instagram too yes it's mandatory the southeast club of the year is spearmint rhino where every night is a party surrounded by the hottest entertainers from around the world start your week like a rock star with magnum mondays belvedere and moe magnums only a hundred dollars keep it going with ten dollar tuesdays ten dollar dances all day all night every warrior wednesday they salute those who serve with 20 percent off tabs and hundred dollar bottles for first responders and active military offering drink and food specials daily and guest dj Weekly Spearmint Rhino is South Florida sports headquarters. Watch your favorite sporting events, including boxing and UFC matches, that can all be viewed from many large screen HD TVs. Party in South Florida's best adult playground and head over to Spearmint Rhino and mention at the door Honest Abe sent you for free entry. That's right, free entry. Also available to all military with valid ID. For more information or employment opportunities, visit spearmintrhino.com or stop by in person. Welcome back. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Welcome back to KMA Talk Radio. Broadcasting live here in Boynton Beach, Florida, the Casa de Monte Cristo. I am Adam K., the Brewmeister. 
with me, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Honest Abe. Good morning, folks. And we are here with Mr. Steve Saka. we got a great group here. we got Steve Saka with cigars. we got yeah. Kevin from the brewing. Uh, Barrel Amongst Brewing. brewing. Yeah. Yeah. With beer. What more can you ask for? Uh, this is a complete show. It's the... Breakfast of champions. <laughs> Most definitely. All we need now is the Rhino guys with Are You Smarter Than a Stripper? And we'd be all set. <laughs> I, oh. missed that, I missed that segment. Yeah. We, good, good times. Why, good times. Why'd you we, stop it? it? You know, it's hard to get a steady supply of strippers that are willing to be here at well, 10 in the morning Florida. on a There's Saturday. But a steady supply. No, no, no. You didn't let me finish a sentence. It's an interesting okay. phrase. They are willing to be here at 10 in the morning on a Saturday. Ah. You know, they got to chase them up. They don't show up. Gotcha. Uh, you know. That makes sense. That's the hard part. I think we should do a remote show then. <laughs> we, we just stay there, experiment, right? Yeah, why not? Yeah. yeah. Yes. You could do four hours of Are You Smarter Than a Stripper? Ooh, that. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> That'll really get the Facebook Live views hey, up there. We yeah. had a couple ringer strippers. Yeah, yeah. No, there, there was a couple smart ones in yeah. the mix. We had a couple ringers, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really knew their stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, that is a wonderful time. So uh, before we went to the break, Steve, we've been talking about the Red Meat Lovers Club cigar. Uh, we were showing the packaging off. Now, what did? How, how did you blend yeah. this? What was the process of trying to pair it to red meat? I'm curious. Yes. Well, look, obviously a lot of cigars pair well with red meat. Why is that, though? Because you're right. After a hearty steak, a cigar is Part of it is, is the fact that it's too heavy, full-bodied. You know, robust kind of flavors. So they tend to work well off one another. So let me say this. If you ever come back to me and you say, hey, Sokka, I'd like you to make a cigar that pairs well with lamb, I then really have my work cut out for me. You asking me to make a cigar that pairs well with steak, that's a much different scenario. Right. But, you know, one of the things is I tried to, you know, when we were talking about it, you were talking about your experience doing the beefsteak. Yeah. And the beefsteak is really a very gluttonous experience if yes. anyone's ever been to one before. So I wanted to create a cigar that kind of gave you that sensation. It's really it's quite a full-bodied cigar. It's very dark. It's very heavy. It's quite robust. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's kind of, you know, if I had to put it in the steak category, this is kind of like the, you know, the, the tomahawk chop style of right. steak as compared to the petit filet mignon. What? differentiating tobaccos did you use to try to give that effect for flavor? I don't want to I don't want to disclose that. Got it. I like that. I like that. I mean, you, you can't give out the secret sauce. Yeah, but you know, but I I did definitely I used I used one particular ingredient um, that I've never used before. Oh wow. to try to amp up that uh, that depth texture level. Um, you know, but it, it goes back to you know, will the consumer be able to tell the difference? It'll be interesting. Right. You know, uh, you know, I, I often sometimes wonder that when I wonder, I wonder if the average consumer can separate out these nuances. I never know. Well, we'd hope that we can educate the consumers enough so that they can get there and they can have that level. Well, I can't wait to try one. I just don't want to stop smoking. <laughs> this yeah. is compromiso right now, but we're going to get on to that hopefully uh, right yeah. after this. Absolutely. Oh, most definitely. Look, I stole one for myself. (laughs) (laughs) It's allowed. We'll let you. It's allowed. You did the job uh, reaping the rewards. All right. So, Kevin, you pulled out another bottle there. I did, yeah. So this is uh, Parade of Souls. This is our Imperial Stout. Cigar, beer, cigar, beer. It's a great episode. Boy. 
that name is kind of scary though. Yeah, Beer <laughs> Souls. It's a little. Uh, well, I've got a, I've got a Definitely. philosophy when naming beers. Okay. Okay. You can name beers right. one of three ways. You can name a beer that's uh, indicative to your brewery. We're barrel amongst brewing, so right. uh, monks stuff like that. It's classic. Spiritual stuff works. Yeah. Uh, you can name a beer ne- next to style. So if it's an IPA, you name it after hops. If it's kind of beer, you name it after malt. Or it can just sound freaking cool. Right. And I thought that Parade of Souls just sounded freaking cool. It definitely fits in the Monk's cool. thing, too. Parade yeah. of Souls. So uh, oh, I can already see it from here. That is a not, thick not, yeah, beer. Yeah, I mean, this is like a Guinness-esque looking beer right here. So this is 10%. Right. This is big. This is rich. This is actually a beer we release every year around Halloween. Uh, actually around the Day of the Dead. And this beer is uh, actually last year's version. So this is a 2017 Parade of Souls. So it's a vintage beer. We have a whole vintage beer program at the brewery. You can actually come into the brewery at any time and look at our vintage bottle list. And you can get a well-aged, well-developed beer. This is big. This is rich. It's flavorful. It's a Belgian imperial stout, meaning we use Belgian yeast to give it kind of some fruity flavors. But overall, it's roasty. It's full-bodied. And we actually do a beer every year with the same beer called Den of Sins, which is the bourbon barrel version of this. And we release that around Mardi Gras. I really like your art. Now, is this in-house art? Are you guys... We have a a company that we work with called AR Design. They do good work. Here, show them that label. Yeah, we do. uh, They do all of our artwork, all of our six-packs, all that kind of stuff. And... Listen, the packaging is so much of it. You're talking about the cross sure. on your cigar. You know, there's eye catching aspects. It's the first thing they see for. when they walk in. You can have the best beer in the world, but if you don't have something that's going to be eye catching that pulls it off the shelf, it's, it's, it's a hard sell. Well, th- that's a very good point because, especially now in this current age of where we are in the beer world, there every other day some new brewery seems to pop up, some other beer pops up, and I, I can't keep track. There's so much of it. If you can't keep track, it says a lot. It says a lot, yeah. Right. There was a time, and this is talking about just Florida in general. Obviously, there's beers coming in. Florida seems to be a mecca now, all of a sudden, for microbreweries. I started doing this almost 10 years ago as a, as a brewer. And when that was happening, I literally knew almost everybody in the state that was making beer. Now... Every day, someone goes, hey, I'm opening up a brewery next door to you. It's like, how did I not know about this? Right. Everyone's Welcome getting involved in it. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's jumping in. That's a good point. And it's become a very, very popular thing to do. And there's some people making some great beer. And there's some making some mediocre beer. Oh, too, right? very much so. When, when I started doing this, uh, there's a gentleman named Matt Webster at a brewery called Tequesta Brewing Company up in Tequesta, yeah, right? Nice. Matt's a great guy. He helped us. I worked at a different brewery at the time. He helped us and gave us a bunch of tips and, and information. And his only request from us, when we said, how can we repay you? He said, please make good beer. Because if you make bad beer and someone's going to try yours and right. go, all that craft beer stuff That's sucks. Weird. Right. Right? I feel the same way. Just I, I hate product. it when I smoke mediocre subpar cigars because mm-hmm. you just think, what if the consumer grabbed those and that was their first experiences? And then it just turns them off to the whole thing. So you actually genuinely want other people's products to be good because then they get into cigars. And when they're not good, it actually hurts everyone. No, I agree with that. I want people to drink our beer and want to know more. It's like you're talking about education. Right. It's the only thing we ever talk about in our marketing meetings is how can we teach people why this is different than other people's imperial stout? How can we teach people that our beer ages? How can we teach beer, people that our beer pairs well with food? Right. And it's the biggest challenge because how do you cut through the noise? When there's so many options out there, how do you cut through the noise? Hopefully it's, it's going out there and talking about it and kind of preaching the gospel. Now this is another this is another like low carbonated. So this is beer. once again the reason why it's low carbonated is it's over a year old. Okay. So 
as, over time, that carbonation does slowly seep out of that cap. Will the flavor of the beer, like I mean, cigars, the flavors will change over 100%. time. 100%. It does. When this beer was younger, it was more roasty. So it was much more roasty and in your face to punch you in the mouth. Now it's more subtly fruity. It really is. It's got a light bitterness in the back end of it. It's cleaner. A little bit of apricot almost now. Yeah. And it, like, it, this was a much spicier beer when it first came out, well, too. Looking at the beer, I was really a little intimidated because I'm not a big beer drinker. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, this is going to hit me hard. But it's not. It's very subtle, like you said. A lot of times people drink with their eyes. And they think that every beer that's dark has to be like chewing on oatmeal or something right? like that. I have that. the same problem. I have a cigar brand called Sobra Mesa, mm-hmm. and it's a very dark wrapper. So I think it scares some consumers Absolutely. off. But yet the smoke itself, it's really a very medium-bodied, nuanced style of cigar. And But the wrapper can, you know, because they see that it's so dark, like, oh, that's going to be super-duper-duper strong. I now, think most people, of my cigars are, but that one isn't. I feel like people would say that about the Micarita, though. More than the Sobra Mesa. Yeah, but see, the guy that buys me Kirita, he's expecting that kind of experience. Yeah. Where the consumer that probably Sobra Mesa is perfect for, it can sometimes, it can dissuade him because it appears as though it's going to be really, really heavy. Yeah, all right. I would think that to be true. All right. Allison, Allison Trainer says if you want to make a cigar that pairs with lamb, Andrew can help you. Oh, really? So, <laughs> I guess. Very considerate. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, we're going to take a quick little break. When we come back, we'll talk to Coop about what's going on this week in the news. Keep it lit. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Bold and complex. That is the new Romeo San Andres by Romeo Lieta. Using the very best San Andres wrapper leaf available in the market, Rafael Nadal and AJ Fernandez collaborated together to create a new standard among San Andres cigars. Medium to full-bodied, this cigar is bountiful in both flavor and aroma. Available nationally for the first time, Romeo San Andres is a cigar you do not want to miss. Make sure to get one today at your local tobacconist. Romeo San Andres by Romeo Julieta. Make your next bold journey an epic one. When it comes to cigars, only one brand delivers intense, unforgettable experiences, Camacho. In continuing this fearless tradition, Camacho brings you the newest addition to its arsenal of badass, the new Camacho BXP. Intense, box-pressed, and crafted with rugged American broadleaf fillers from Pennsylvania. Available in Connecticut, Corojo, and Ecuador. Outfit your next bold journey with the new Camacho BXP. Known the world over as the Rolls-Royce of cigars, with unparalleled packaging and superb quality, Gurkha cigars are works of art that feature the rarest and best tobaccos in the industry, offering a flavor profile for every palate. The highly rated Gurkha brand creates a luxurious experience for even the most discriminating cigar smoker. So treat yourself today with an unparalleled cigar smoking experience. Visit GurkhaCigars.com to find a purveyor of Gurkha cigars near you. To Affinity and beyond. That is where Affinity Cigars will take you. These mild to medium cigars use only the finest select high-grade Ecuadorian Connecticut tobacco, creating a cigar that delivers a smooth, rich, creamy smoke with the gentleness of a mother's touch. Affinity Cigars have become America's go-to cigar for that flavorful yet unintimidating smoking experience. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer. When a child is diagnosed with cancer, their life and their family's life changes dramatically. Chemotherapy treatments, doctor visits, and trips to the hospital soon consume their time. 
The programs and services provided by the Kids Cancer Foundation make it possible for the foundation to meet the needs of our young patients and families. We could not provide these resources without your support. For more information and to find out how you can make a difference in the life of a child battling cancer, call 561-333-8116 or visit kidscancersf.org. Sponsored by CLE Cigars. Ventura Cigar Company is a boutique cigar brand born in sunny Southern California. Ventura Cigar Company is on a mission to create memorable, complex cigar blends that excite the senses and reward discriminating palates. Experience the Cigar Aficionado number 13 Cigar of the Year. The archetype, Axis Mundi. Rise up, step up, look up, fire up, and leave compromise behind with Ventura Cigar Company. Check them out online at VenturaCigar.com. Monte Cristo has set the standard once again, turning back the hands of time by utilizing a long-forgotten, unique aging process that harmonizes the flavors of the wrapper, binder, and filler with the use of small pilones. Monte Cristo Epic Craft Cured is an exquisite cigar you must try now. Available nationally for the first time, Monte Cristo Epic Craft Cured features a 2006 Nicaraguan Rosado Oscuro wrapper that is both beautiful and distinctive. This cigar is a masterpiece no one should miss. Make sure you get one today at your local tobacconist. Monte Cristo Epic Craft Cured. Since their humble beginnings in 1998, Drew Estate has believed that the production floor is the crossroads between art and passion and where the real magic takes place. Drew Estate Master Blender Willie Herrera has crafted a unique medium-bodied line extension that is creamy, lush, and ultra-smooth and finished off with a flawless shade wrapper that delivers satisfaction in spades. Continuing the story from their factory floor, it is with great bravado that the Drew Estate presents Under Crown Shade. A true Drew experience. Welcome back. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram too. Yes, it's mandatory. Welcome back to KMA Talk Radio. Broadcasting live here in Boynton Beach, Florida. I'm Adam K. the Brewmeister. With me, beer connoisseur Abe DeBab. I am Abe. becoming a somewhat of a connoisseur. We'll yeah, get you there. We'll, we'll get you there. He's converting me. He's making me into an <laughs> educated, literate Now, the people who watch on the web online, yes. are they getting the conversations? That, oh, they're not because we don't have the mics on. No. So they don't they hear the commercial time that oh, you pay for. Boy. Okay. <laughs> thanks thanks <laughs> for that. Pay, that you buy that oh. helps support the show. Yeah, we should get rid of that. They hear that. The conversations during the breaks are always awesome. Well, listen, one, Let's one get of, rid of the commercials. You don't need those. One of my goals this year is to build a KMA studio. Right. Well, not this year. This year's done, but next year for sure. Build a KMA studio because a lot of the conversations, like you said, during the breaks, sometimes after the show are awesome. Right. So this way, we're not set to, hey, we're, our terrestrial radio time's over. Right. We just have, keep going. You could going. have your two-hour show, but then you could have another hour keep going where then, you don't have it. And then you could drop F-bombs all day long and not have to worry that about it. freaking great. That'd be fabulous. <laughs> yes. Thanks for not dropping one there. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, on the line right now from the hills of the Carolinas, Mr. William Cooper. Coop, what's happening? Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning, Steve. Sorry there was a little time mix-up uh, on my part. No worries. We got plenty of stuff we can Never talk about, and we got plenty a of beer here. In the voice, you hear it? a little gravelly. You might have been up drinking last yeah. night. Yeah. Uh, no, I, uh, I did. Uh, the travel has kind of wrecked havoc on my uh, respiratory system. I'll just say that. Oh, uh, are, you, are you illing? Are you illing? Are you sick there, Coop? Um, I'm feeling better. Is the best way to put okay. it. That's what we like to hear. All What's right. The scoop. What's the yeah. scoop this week, Coop? What's in the news? All right. 
Um, we had some, you know, it was election, uh, election day earlier this week. We had some uh, good and big news out of North Carolina in that um, a North Carolina retailer and IPCBR member by the name of Todd Johnson got elected to the North Carolina State Senate, which is kind of significant wow. because we don't have a lot of people in the industry serving in legislature. I mean, really the only other one that came to mind was Jose Oliva down in Florida, who's slated to be Speaker of the House down there. So, um, How did I not you know, even know this guy for- was running? Well, it was, was a Carolina lo- election for the Carolina Still, state the of Carolina. Still, the industry should have promoted. I would have donated to his campaign fund. I didn't even know he was running. I, I, I'm going to be honest. I cannot believe there was not a post on the IPCPR site about this. I, right? I, I honestly I was, was surprised. An IPCPR member who owned three stores just got elected to the state senate. I'm shocked. Somebody called Glenn. Uh, I, I, Glenn I, I agree. We're going to yell, yell at Glenn. Absolutely. But, hey, good for him. Congratulations. No, good uh, for uh, CRA was good. great about it. I'll, I'll give CRA. They, they okay. were really good about it. They were promoting it. You caught you you Adam's faux pas. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <Yep. laughs> what else we got going on? Um, JRE Tobacco Company, uh, they're bringing back uh, the factory tours to the Aroa Farm and the uh, Aroa Factory. So uh, they're going to start now, J- up J- in late February, and they're going to have... JR- uh, Four, uh, four slots over two weeks uh, where they'll uh, basically you can go to your local Jerry retailer and they can sign up for the trips and you can all work on getting a slot there. So they're bringing back to the, uh, the original tours back to the Aurora site. Now, JRE, the kinder, gentler, nicer of the Aurora brothers, yes? <laughs> yes, definitely. Right, so JRE, it's actually um, the partnership between uh, Julio Aroa, who's the father of Christian Aroa, and also the father of Justo Aroa. And Justo is Julio's partner in this venture. So they are, uh, there's a set of brands that they are uh, developed, and, and Justo's handling the distribution here in the U.S. right now under the JRE it's tobacco funny. umbrella. If folks aren't familiar with JRE, probably the line most familiar to folks is the Aladino line. You, you were quick to respond that he is the nicer, gentler, kinder oh, of the absolutely. Aroa brothers. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't say... The two brothers are very different, Christian, though, I can tell Christian's you that. Christian's way too Rico that Suave for me. Being a fat dude, you know, fat redneck dude, nah, no way. Yes, and of course, yeah. this is in Honduras where they're doing these, and they still have not reopened any of the tours in uh, Nicaragua at this time. No. So that's why so they're probably jumping on that. You can now go to the uh, murder rape capital of the world, Honduras. Oh, Enjoy. nice. Have a great time. I, there, there's, your, <laughs> there's your PSA, your public service announcement. There, where's the more, you know, the, the more you know sound effect? <laughs> wow. All right, Coop, what else you got? <laughs> um, Gran Habano uh, has a new release, the Gran Habano uh, Corojo Number no. 5 Grand Reserva, which is the latest Grand Reserva that's being released. Um, that He's still in the industry? That debuted at IPCR, oh, and now it is <laughs> heading out to retailers right now. George um, Rico is still making cigars? We, you can see the... Go ahead, I'm sorry. He's ignoring me. Yeah. <laughs> I said George Rico is he's still making cigars. You with good sense, common sense. That's why he's ignoring you. <laughs> listen, I listen. I love George Rico. In fact, he reached out to me yesterday. Wants to get together next week. So right. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, anyways, you're telling us about this Grand Reserva, Grand Habano, Grand Cigar. <laughs> uh, we completely fallen off the rails. All right. So, Coop, what's coming up this week on CigarCoop-Coop.com? <laughs> Uh, we're going to be getting back into more of a review cycle. We got the uh, Cedrus review by Southern Drawer Cigars, and we should be getting to the Hoya de Nicaragua Cinco de Cadas review. 
Oh, very nice. So make sure you check that out on CigarAfricoop.com this week. And uh, I'm sure you're getting ready for your year-end in review. How's that going so far? Um, I've actually started to go through the list right now, and it's surprisingly an easier list to put together than in, in more recent years right now. So um, there's about eight more cigars that kind of still have to be scored for the year that are going to be eligible. So uh, um, we'll does see what happens, but it's been an year, easier list to put together this year than in previous years. Coop, does that mean in your estimation the cigars that are the top cigars are just that much better, or it means in general there were just a lot of really crappy, mediocre cigars this year? I think the latter. I think there was a lot more mediocrity, and the cigars that went to the top were, were much fewer than in recent years. Interesting. All right. Very interesting. Yeah. All right, yeah. Coop. Thank you very much, sir. We will talk to you next week, and best of luck. We will see what's in the going on with the scoop with Coop next week. Make sure you check out cigar-coop.com for all the latest news, reviews, and quality information in the cigar industry. Take care, guys. Take care, buddy. All right. Koopa Loop, doing a great job once again. All right. We have to take another short little break. When we come back, we are going to have more with Kevin Abbott and Steve Saka. There is plenty of beer to drink, so cigars to beer, smoke. Right? Oh, absolutely. Oh, there, yeah. oh, he's got a... He the best for last. That is, an a, that is another aged beer there, my mm-hmm. friend. Oh, put your big boy pants on. It's going to be a great show. <laughs> Keep it lit. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Once in a lifetime, something comes along that changes the game. That time is now. The Blast by Infinity is the most advanced, scientifically proven multi-purpose protectant on the market today. The Blast eliminates all smoke and odor on contact and creates a long-lasting barrier of protection. The Blast works on clothing, textiles, and hard surfaces. Water-based, non-toxic, hypoallergenic, 100% guaranteed. Safe for human and pets. Visit InfinityOdorShield.com. Have you yet experienced a Toscano cigar? The full-bodied flavors and aromas of fire-cured tobacco and a long aging time makes smoking a Toscano cigar a unique and exciting experience. Since 1818, Toscano has been one of the best-selling cigars in the world. 200 years of tradition are hand-rolled in the unique shape of every Toscano cigar. Smoking a Toscano cigar is a way of life. Take part in a 200-year-old legacy of handmade, fire-cured Italian cigars. Available at your local premium cigar retailer. Cigar enthusiasts, did you know your personal freedom to enjoy a fine cigar is affected by some form of smoking ban in all 50 states? Additionally, taxation on premium cigars is at its highest level in history, with some states taxing at an astronomical rate of 75%. Finally, there's a solution. CRA, Cigar Rights of America, is the first and only non-profit public advocacy association fighting for your freedom to enjoy a fine cigar. Don't just sit there. Become part of the solution. Become a CRA member today. Membership is only $35 a year. That's less than $3 a month. And as a special bonus, CRA will send you two limited edition cigars as a way to say thank you for joining. Visit CigarRights.org for more information and to become a member. The Oliva family, the makers of some of the most affordable yet highest rated premium cigars available. For seven straight years, Cigar Aficionado has rated Oliva as one of the best cigars of the year. And Oliva has a cigar for all smokers. From the newly released Gilberto Oliva Reserva 
to the bold and rich Oliva Siri V. Oliva cigars can be found at a tobacconist near you. So always ask for Oliva, an unbeatable value and uncompromising quality. The Oliva family of cigars. A brand more than 100 years in the making, Particulares was established in Havana, Cuba in 1895, operating as an elite factory that would later introduce the world to classic brands such as Byron, Particulares, and even Monte Cristo. Now, Sindicato Cigars is proud to bring this historic brand back to life, partnering with the legendary Topsa factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, to reimagine this Cuban classic as a modern-day Nicaraguan puro. Transport yourself to a bygone era of Cuban nostalgia with Particulares by Sindicato. For more information, visit syndicato.com. Monitor three humidors at once from one simple device. Caring for your cigars is easy with the new PuroTemp wireless hygrometer from Zycar. You now have the ability to monitor the humidity and temperature in three humidors without even having to open them. Ensure protection by setting simple alerts that will warn you when your cigars are not in the optimal environment. Like everything Zycar, this is backed by their lifetime warranty. Stop by your local tobacconist to purchase yours today. Zycar for life. To affinity and beyond. That is where Affinity Cigars will take you. These mild to medium cigars use only the finest select high-grade Ecuadorian Connecticut tobacco, creating a cigar that delivers a smooth, rich, creamy smoke with the gentleness of a mother's touch. Affinity Cigars have become America's go-to cigar for that flavorful yet unintimidating smoking experience. Visit SyndicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer. Welcome back. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Welcome back to KMA Talk Radio. Broadcasting live here in Boynton Beach, Florida. I am Adam K., the brewmeister. With me, of course, the man, the myth, the man we are turning into a beer connoisseur, Mr. Honest Abe. I'm going to need an Uber ride home. I'm sure there's a lift ready for you at Between Willing and Able. And Bloody Marys. I'm, I'm uh, with us, of course, Mr. Toast. Steve Saka from Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust. Yeah, and another fact to come here and get free beer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We knew Close you were coming, so we wanted to uh, bring go. in a special treat. Our, uh, He's such a soft-spoken guy. For yeah, a I'm, big I'm real soft-spoken. Yes. Really? Yeah. And, of you course, Kevin Abbott from Barrel of Monks. <laughs> Kevin, thank you once again for My being pleasure. here. Absolutely. See, I'm a it, bellower. Like if you're local, bellow. make sure you go to BarrelofMonks.com. Get your tickets for next week's Christmas party. Limited availability. I can't believe you haven't sold these out yet. Is it next week? Uh, next you know, week, yeah. People always wait until the last minute. It's, that's the oh, South Florida thing. Uh, you know, two always. days out. Yep. Yeah. Why? I don't get that. People don't like to plan in, in advance, apparently. Oh. I, I don't get it. I'm, I'm the, the opposite way. I always want to yeah, make sure that I get everything crazy right away. I don't get a ticket for this. Yeah, well, thank we, you we very do much. We a big event in February, and we have a, a very limited amount of VIP tickets. Mm-hmm. They sell out every year. And I would think guys like two weeks before right. Hey, you don't have any? No. They've been gone <laughs> for a month. Months. Yeah, what's the matter with you? Yeah, we, we do a big beer dinner every other month at the brewery, and we sell out every time, and then we always get people that, oh, I missed out on it. So, you well, do they dinner go. at the brewery? Yeah. How we, do you I, not tell me about this, dude? <laughs> I'm sorry. I... So what we do is we get a local chef to come in, and for instance, we just had um, Gary Rack's restaurant, the Rack's uh, group, particularly the one in in Boca, 
and they come in, they make a blind menu, which is basically they don't tell the customers, they don't tell the Nothing, breweries. Right. And we invite a guest brewery in, and we both pick four beers that we think pair with well with different foods, and we pair the beers on the fly. So the first ah. course comes down, and then we pick one of our pre-selected beers, and then the customer decides who paired what it What happens when it's just a total miss? You just wing it, and you're like, oh, this doesn't really pair, but it's a damn good beer, so here you go. <laughs> one of my favorite times, you talk about the Parade of Souls we just tried, right? Yeah. The chef as a four-course meal, did not do a dessert. Oh. So he did a ceviche for the fourth course. Oh. And I had only one beer left, my Parade of Souls. Yeah, it doesn't seem like a ceviche beer to me. So it was my job to stand up and sell why the Parade of Souls worked better with that. It's tongue-in-cheek. It's fun. The customers love it. And we get a chance to do something fun oh, and interesting with the beer. Oh, Antisocial. Yeah, we no, I think he's going. He's just not telling you because he doesn't want you to go. <laughs> that could be. That could and be. I, I can't point. say I blame him. He sees enough of you already. Now tell us about this beer here that we, we just poured during the break. So this is the beer that kind of brought everything about with our big party that comes out every year, every November. We do the Father Christmas party. We talked about it earlier. This is Father Christmas. It's the beer release for this beer. I brought a 2016 version, and the reason why I bought wow. the 16 is because people are buying a case of this beer, and they put it down, and they taste one every six months, and they see how it develops and ages over time. It's a great thing about beer that a lot of people don't know is that these beers can age, and when it gets older, it just becomes more subtle, more nuanced, the spices integrate. It's almost like marinating uh, a piece of meat, right? You want to marinate over a long period of time. You want to cook it slow. It's similar with beer. It, 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 the flavors meld together over It's time. funny because that's the complete antithesis of the marketing of the major brands who want to date stamp their beer and say, well, drink by this date. If you walk into a local beer shop, 90% of the beer on the shelves, you want to drink as young and fresh as possible. We just do bottle conditioning. We have so many beers that are, are some of the oldest beer styles in the world, and these can age. So we want wow. to educate people, like you right. want to educate people on your cigars. We want people to know that this is possible, and we do barrel-age version of this. We'll have the Pinot Noir barrel version available. Do you make beers with the intent that the, that, the, that the drinker is intended? It's one thing when you just say they age and they improve or they take on other nuances, mm-hmm. but do you make anything specifically with the intent that when you buy it, you're not supposed to drink it, you're supposed to hold it for six months, a year? I would say that Father Christmas in general, I, do, I think the beer is at its best about six months mm-hmm. to about a year, two years. That's the wheelhouse to drink it. You can drink it when it's young and fresh and hot and it's got the spices going crazy in it. So I don't think we – every beer, when we release it, it's ready to drink. Right. But some people, my partner, Bill McPhee, he loves old beers. When I go to his house, he cracks open 10-year-old bottles. He likes them when they're really nuanced and they're really subtle and they're really, you know, aged. Me, I tend to like them when we're really young. Yeah, because I tend to prefer my stuff on the – boy, this is such a bad thing to say. Like, <laughs> I tend to prefer my stuff on the younger side. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I was going to say, it's like cigars because there are guys who actually like cigars right off a rolling table. Right. I mean, there are guys who prefer that, con- you know – Distinct, and nothing's had time to meld or mix. And I don't think know, there's a wrong flavors. answer no, when it comes a, to that. It's, it's, a, it's a preference thing. Yeah. But we just, I love the nuance of beer. I love to be able to say this gets fig and raisin. It has all these subtle spices. This is, is brewed with ginger and star anise and clove and cinnamon. And when it's young, those spices are in your face. And some people adore it. Other people want to lay it down. Now, one of the things we talked about during the break was alcohol content. Mm-hmm. Because... Beers come in a varying alcohol content, and what we talked about was that you guys actually 
know the alcohol content while you're making the recipe. Sure. So it's, it's basically a, a, a chemistry calculation of this is what we're going to add, what we're going to do, and this is what that final alcohol content will be. Mm-hmm. And I asked you, what sets the barometer of what the alcohol content, the desired number, because they range like from what, 4 to 12? Um, the highest alcohol beer I believe ever made was 52%. Okay. Yeah. Well, the standard uh, range? And it also comes in a uh, squirrel case. Yes, yeah. exactly. The okay. taxidermy yeah. bottle. Yes. But so within I mean, a normal range. range usually four to I mean, you can get up to 15, 16, 15, 20%. Okay. There's, there's some regularly produced beers. That's high for beer. I mean, Very high. Wow. But Don't drink four of those. Yeah. What, what you're really trying to do is go within style guidelines. So when you make an imperial stout, you don't find many under 8%. Right? So if I'm going to make an imperial side, I've got to be over 8%. We go to that 10% wheelhouse. This Father Christmas is a 10% beer. Every year we want to make it 10%. So we go to style, and then with something like the Warren Sapp beer, the 99, we wanted to make something slightly higher in alcohol because right. it's special, it was age-worthy, but we didn't want to go up to that 12% alcohol. So yeah. some of it's just preference, but other things are style guys. How many consumers buy based on the alcohol content? In other words, they're like, I only want beer that's 8% and over. I bet you a lot. Yeah, because, I mean, look, we, we run yeah. into that on our mm-hmm. end. We, we have a certain segment of the customer base that only wants really full throttle, peppery, almost sometimes a harsh bite in the cigars. Yeah. And that's what they're literally seeking and so, I mean, do you have those consumers that are like, hey, I don't want any of that 4% nonsense. That's for, you know, that's for little kids and girls mm-hmm. and whatever. Without a doubt. It's, it's a smaller segment of the population because if you look in, you got, you know, you got a Venn diagram of people that drink beer and the ones that, that know about 10% beers are so much smaller. But you've got everything from college kids that walk into a bar and they, sco- they, they, they go through and they go, oh, that's 11%. I'll take one of those. Right. And then you've and they're got They're just people. maximizing their dollar value for their, yeah. It's <laughs> definitely that. Saying, how, yeah. how whacked can I get? That's the cheapest way to get whacked. 100%. Right? And then you also have the people that you're talking about that just want that punch. They want that big, if I'm going to waste the calories, right, if I'm going to drink a beer, I want to drink a beer, something rich and full-bodied. So I think you have both well, of those things. What you're telling me, though, the rich and full body is not necessarily equated to the alcohol. Content. No. It isn't necessarily, we, but it can be. So we, for instance, I have a beer that's coming out in December that's 14% alcohol. That's relatively light in body because body is related to residual sugar. And when you ferment out of the sugar, the beer gets a little bit drier and lighter and cleaner. So, But there's also a plumpness of the, of the flavor of alcohol that can be on your tongue that can plumpness. be richer. Use yeah. it. Yeah. I'm sure you've lived it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going full plumped on <laughs> No, because one of the things I asked him during the break was, does the alcohol level affect the flavor of the beer? And surprisingly, he said, no, not if it's done right. It shouldn't. It shouldn't. Uh, there are certain things about alcohol that does give off flavor components of a beer. But our goal as a brewer is to hide the alcohol. I want you to try this beer at 10% and go, man, this doesn't feel like 10%. I mean, it doesn't rude. feel like that's my, that's my goal. That's my goal. At Absolutely. This stuff yeah. is amazing. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, this is really good. Yeah, this is one of the most special beers we do, oh, and it's something yeah. that we put we put a whole day around for the bottle release. We do Santa Claus will be there at the party taking pictures with people. I mean, I don't know it's a big deal for us. So I don't how, know how do I buy this beer? Because I actually want this. So <laughs> you, can come to the, you can come to the brewery, right, uh, starting uh, on uh, 4 o'clock on uh, next Saturday. Uh, we'll have a big party, well. but we'll yeah. also have it throughout the rest of the season. So we you also don't, you don't ship across state lines we, or anything like that? Yeah. No, we can't. Yeah, we can't. Yeah, you can only buy this in the state of Florida. Our government sucks. Why are they doing <laughs> useful, like, letting me buy beers? They suck. They suck. We'll change I mean, this up on. a little bit. Let's do it. Our government sucks. Yeah. Yeah. government yeah. sucks. Yeah. 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 I should be able to buy this anywhere I want it. Government this is fantastic. sucks. Exactly. 
Well, that's the other problem is, too. I mean, you also have to then get state distribution and a lot of guys like Kevin does. You probably don't have the ability right now to bottle enough to ship across state lines. And especially like you just started doing the uh, Wizard Wit in four packs uh, last year. Mm -hmm. And it's still bottling is still a very like Steve, you want to talk about packaging. Bottling beer and putting beer out to consumers is a very costly endeavor, especially for a small company. It's, it's, it's insanely expensive. This is good for us because it's a big bottle. You can put a lot of volume in it. you got one label. you got one cap. Right. It's, it's profitable. Because you get six, to amortize the amount of product across the package. Yeah. Six, uh, six packs, four packs, for breweries our size, for many of us, it's actually a losing proposition. Right. We actually don't make any money off of it. Right. Now, we do, but it's a small amount, and that's you're in, you're in a volume game. I mean, we just got into Publix, we just got into some I mean, places, you know. Packaging is all that's all. Oh, yeah. It's a big component. Oh, that's pure profit. That's pure profit. Because that's, that's, yeah. that's your, at your tasting yeah. room. You don't have any uh, distribution. You don't have to sell, you know, you sure. don't have three tiers of people taking a cut. Sure. And it's all part of the game. We're statewide now. We sell into all kinds of grocery stores. We sell into all kinds of places, and we love it. And it's all about just getting the beer out there and letting people try it. I find this beer pairs the best with this cigar. Really? Over the... Uh, Over the Imperial Stout. Really? Yeah. You know what? I, I okay. like the Stout, too. Yeah. I mean, for me, the least favorite one was the one that was really hoppy. It right. was just the, a little too yeah. lemony for me. The blonde. Yeah, it just kind of... I, I didn't like the way the two went together. But uh, this one and, and that Imperial start before it, the Parade of Souls, well, they both that, were very complimentary. I think that bright, happy, go lucky, poppy beard. Yeah, it just doesn't not, fit with it. It's not your personality. Yeah, you're more the dark stout, yeah. well, plump, no, brown. And this yeah. cigar definitely plump, yeah. is a, you know, it's a medium to full-bodied cigar, and it needs <laughs> a complimentary. And the profiles definitely match up very well as well. So it's definitely, I agree with what Steve is saying. It's but what I like right is page. I like the, the spice characteristic that's in this. It's not over, and probably it's partially because of the age, because you said when it's mm-hmm. younger, uh, you know, that spicy factor, you know, not spicy and peppery, picante way, mm-hmm. but in the, the anise kind of clove way is more prevalent. But I find that the subtle texture is a really good I mean, you play. Said, you said it best, tube. it tastes like Christmas. It so tastes like Christmas. It's it really like genuine. Oh, especially when you have the when it first comes out, it really just knocks you in the teeth with a Christmas profile. I agree with that because I think one of the times you came on, you bought us that year's mm-hmm. bottle. It was definitely more Christmassy than even this was. But that's the whole thing about aging beer and yeah. seeing how it develops. I mean, even something like my triple or my double, like they age, they change. I mean, the, the caramel flavors come out, the sweetness comes out. Now, how or, long can I age beer for? Because I'm, I'm kind of, I'm somewhat beer ignorant also. So I was always pretty much under the impression that after, if I haven't drank it in, the last, in six or seven months, well, mass marketing is kind of like, hey, I should let it go. So we, we tried four beers today, right? Yep. The Delilah. Already at about four months old, the coffee's starting to subtly fade. That beer probably should should be drank now, okay. right? Only about six months old. The 99, as fresh as possible, because all that hop flavor is going to die over time. These two, three to five years. Wow. Three to wow. five years. At, at about five years, I think they kind of start to level off and start to die a little bit. I know people that would say 10. Now here, here I'm, 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 I'm three to prepare five. myself for sticker shock. Um, how much would like a bottle, uh, one of these bottles of Parade of Souls or Father Tom? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Steve's doing a better interview uh, than we are. 16 bucks. How much? 16. 16. Yeah, 16, That's 17 fantastic. bucks. Yeah. 
I used to be in the wine business for years, right? And I used to sell bottles of wine for $700. And what I tell people about beer all the time is like, the great thing about beer is I can get you the best beer in the world. It's going to cost you 25 bucks. How much is the best wine in the world going to cost you? A thousand? So it's a great thing about beer is you can try so many different things. You know why this is? Things. It's those damn French. Well, no. They just say, you know, don't they, get me started they, they, they on this. They just well, jacked everything, man. <laughs> well, if you ask Mr. Wonderful, the sweet spot's $10 for a bottle of wine. Oh, yes. you I, yeah, I always see about it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, you got to be at $10. $10. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Wonderful. So before uh, we go to break, I just want to – are you guys done with these? Yeah. All right, so look. All right. We're going to do this cool thing. Give me my thing back. Is that one? You only one? Uh, I did right. the three. That's perfect. Okay. Three, yeah. I, we're going to do this thing after the break because I was listening to Kevin and Steve talking. The way they were describing their beer and cigars was very similar. So I had each of them write descriptions of their beer slash or cigar. And I'm going to read them in the next break and see if Adam can determine whether... It was a cigar or a beer. It was a cigar or beer. I actually think it's very easy. Well, it might be. I could it, be it, off it, the it, mark. It completely I mean, depends listen, on what you guys I decided to go with. I this idea after about four cups of beer and a bloody beer. <laughs> and let me say this. So I don't know if it's going to be Reading my good. descriptions, this isn't a very good idea. Okay. Well, it's we'll going to be very out. boring. Right. <laughs> Adam's going to be 100 for 100. We'll, we'll find out. We'll find out when we come back. <laughs> and we'll also see this week who belongs in a cigar insane asylum. Keep it lit. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Cheated, betrayed, then left for dead. Not once or twice, but three times. Eric Espinoza refused to give up. Passion and determination has turned this underdog into the top alpha dog. Celebrating his 20th year in the cigar industry, he's making magic at his La Zona factory in Esteli, Nicaragua. Experience the magic in his highly rated Espinoza Habano, Crema, or Especial lines. Espinoza Premium Cigars. S for them by name wherever fine cigars are sold. For more information, visit EspinozaCigars.com. A brand more than 100 years in the making. Particulares was established in Havana, Cuba in 1895, operating as an elite factory that would later introduce the world to classic brands such as Byron, Particulares, and even Monte Cristo. Now, Sindicato Cigars is proud to bring this historic brand back to life, partnering with the legendary Topsa factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, to reimagine this Cuban classic as a modern-day Nicaraguan puro. Transport yourself to a bygone era of Cuban nostalgia with Particulares by Sindicato. For more information, visit syndicato.com. Hey, fools, how about a game of cutthroat? It's your funeral. That's my kind of game. Arnold, I hope your pool playing is better than your choice of cigars. What do you mean? Wow, tough crowd. Here, try this recluse cigar. You're going to need all the help you can get. Don't be stingy. Let me get one of those. Recluse. Wow, that's a good smoke. Now I can bring my A game. I think you should stick with that recluse cigar and work on your B game because you don't have an A game. And I know a little something about games. Boom. Ooh, that's cold. Mike Bellady has collaborated with industry legends Don Pepin Garcia, Manuel Quesada, and Ernesto Perez Carrillo to make some of the industry's most highly touted cigars. Through his company, MLB Cigars, Mike brings you four incredible and unique blends. Imperia, Imperia Islero, Imperia Aventador, and the David P. Ehrlich Tremont. MLB Cigars are made with the best minds in the industry. Visit us at MLBCigarVentures.com and follow us on social media. Imperia and David P. Ehrlich Cigars. Developed by legends, smoked by connoisseurs. 
Quality and value are always the two biggest determining factors for consumers when making buying decisions. Casa Bella by Sindicato Cigars offers superior flavor, quality construction, and an affordable everyday price. Completely handmade in the Dominican Republic, these value-priced, smooth yet flavorful cigars are comprised of Dominican and Nicaraguan filler tobaccos, and they're available in natural and Maduro wrappers. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Casa Bella cigars. Lights, camera, action. Real Clips Barbershop brings you all that is good about old-school barbershops in a new cinematic-themed environment. Whether you need a traditional cut, fade, blowout, or even a straight razor hot towel shave, our master barbers will get you right. All while enjoying iconic scenes from some of your favorite movies. Right from our video screens built into the mirrors. Visit RealClipsBarbershop.com. That's real, R-E-E-L, ClipsBarbershop.com for a location near you or to make an appointment. After one visit, we know. Back. Insurance companies have a very unique business model that the general public doesn't understand. Insurance companies make profit only one way, taking in premiums and paying out less on claims than they take in premiums. In doing this, they oftentimes deny legitimate people with viable claims fair compensation. We know accidents happen. They happen every day. The good thing about insurance is it helps people do the right thing when they've caused accidents. You know, if I cause an accident, the first thing I want to do is make sure the person is okay, the, per- the person's taken care of. The insurance gives us the ability to do the right thing. Unfortunately, the insurance company uh, treats people like statistics instead of human beings. And that's why you need an experienced attorney to make sure the insurance company does the right thing. Welcome back. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram too. Yes, it's mandatory. All right, welcome back to KMA Talk Radio as we are winding down this final segment here on episode 319. What a good show. I know. I we, can tell when it's a good show because, yeah, because it flies by. Yeah. We should do I another feel, hour. The, the radio like, station should just give us the time. Well, you know, <laughs> on Facebook Live, we can keep going. Yeah, just terrestrial radio will stop. That's all. I'm sure Steve still has plenty of stuff to stay. He's still so got beer? Of course, with us is Steve Saga. He's got a lot of beer We're in good there. to go. We can just keep going. <laughs> we yeah. can keep going. Also, Kevin Abbott of Barrel of Monks is here with us. Thank you guys for being here. It's been a wonderful show. It really has been a great show. I have to tell you, Thank every you. time I come on the show, I mean, you're like pairing me with the perfect people. Yeah, the You're red welcome. meat guy last You're time. Welcome. You got. I'm like you. I'm not much of a beer guy, so I'm always kind of eh. Yeah. But this is like I'm like genuinely impressed. Are you impressed with the show? Yeah, you know, the show's as sucky <laughs> as always. Jerk. But, <laughs> but I mean, no, but, come on, you do different shows, and you go and parade yourself. Why don't you just say out loud what you want me to say? No. You know what you want me to say. No, I want you, you to want say me the to truth. say your show is better than so and so. No, I don't want you to say <laughs> you that. You do. I want you to say the truth. I think it's we know more. Coop is listening, right? Coop is listening. Yeah. Your show's way better than Coop's. <laughs> <laughs> no, I listen, because we do stuff like this. We'll bring in a guy like no, Carol Monk. We don't sit here and talk about I, rapper binder and filler for eight hours I, until you're numb. But here's the problem. The guys that tuned in to listen to me, they, they want to geek out, man. They want to hear about fermentation temperature. They want to hear about absolute moisture content. They want to hear about the different ways that uh, no, I choose to frog do. strip the tobacco. <laughs> no, you think they do. I think I did. They Not did. that people who listen 
to this show, man. They're like a variety of world culture stuff. See, stuff I, that you I come see. here and I just feel like I'm a pretty face, man. I barely have to say it. Let me tell you something. I was going to no say one, that too. What I no mean. one in yeah. your <laughs> life, no one in your life called you a pretty face. <laughs> Trust me. No, there was this blind dude in New Orleans. Man. <laughs> He's like, brother, man, you're beautiful. You're beautiful. <laughs> Listen. If, if, if I got to hear one more time, I have a face for radio. I'm going to it. So I, I hear you. Uh, Anyways, listen, during the during one of the breaks, yeah. I was listening to Kevin and Steve talk, and they were describing, Kevin was describing something about his beer, Steve was describing something about his cigars. I'm like, man, this is similar. So after about eight beers and a Bloody Mary, I came up with this idea. I had them both write down descriptions of, Steve wrote them about his, some of his cigars, Kevin wrote about some of his beers, and we're going to see if the brewmeister could tell which description was written by who, whether it's a cigar description or a beer description. Are you ready? I'm ready to go. Yeah. All right, here we go. I got, I got, I got them right here. I'm going to start with the first one. Let's see how right you can get. All right. Okay, here we go. Bitter chocolate, dark fruit notes with a creamy finish. Beer. Wow, that was beer. <laughs> one for one. Which beer? Uh, I was describing the Delilah. Yeah. Ah, yeah. There you go. Okay, ready? Yep. Here we go. Caramel, slight anise, cinnamon, back note. Well, beer. Cigar. Really? <laughs> yes, that was a Steve Sober Mesa. Sober Mesa. Sober Mesa. Interesting. All right, so all right, uh, you're uh, one for two so far. Oh, <laughs> uh, see, Steve tried to... All right, I see what... Yeah, right, I tried to uh, try to make it a little hard. Nice. I see what he nice. did there. Nice. I see what he did, yeah. I, uh, yeah. <laughs> now, don't I alternate exactly. it. you got to mix them up. I got it, dude. I got it. I don't want to handle it. You ready? All right, we've got very minimal time left. Let's keep going. Here we go. Espresso, sweet, dark... Dutch cocoa, dense creaminess. Ooh. Cigar. Beer. No, that oh, was cigar. That was cigar. That yeah. was cigar, sorry. <laughs> That's red that meat lovers. Cigar. That was the red meat lovers That's cigar. Red meat lovers. Oh. That's how I would describe that. All right, okay, so. very nice. Yeah. All right, there you go. There you go. Now you're two for three. Let's do one more. Here we go. Ready? Yeah. Okay, Only two for three. He missed that one, didn't he? No, he got that one right. He got that oh, one right. Okay, yeah. here we go. Ready? Yeah. All right. Yeah, sorry. I had to. Okay, deeply roasted, uh-huh. dark and rich, with a slightly bitter finish. With a slightly bitter finish. I, I, I think I'm gonna go beer. It is beer. Which That's beer was that? Prairie Souls. Yeah, Prairie yeah. Souls. Not bad. Not bad. Says, we never use the word bitter in cigars. <laughs> yeah, that was a dead giveaway. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, yes, it's very bitter. You're going to enjoy it. might, but yeah. I mean, One but out of four. Not bad. One out of four wrong. Very good. Well done. Not well too shabby. Done. All right. It's very similar, as you can see. Very oh, similar. Oh, yeah. Very nice. A lot of different things you can put in that. It's been an excellent show. All right. Do you want to speed through the uh, Insane do, Asylum? Do I have one? Yes, you do. It's on the... It was... Was in the pe- packet I gave. Do we have you. a cigar and say asylum for the There you go. Yes. All right. Skip the intro. We're going to skip the intro, okay. but now we're going to see this week who belongs to the Cigar and Saint Asylum, brought to you by CLE and Asylum Cigars. According to sources, a Chinese man had been experiencing constipation and was told by his friends to tr- try an old folk remedy. As a cure, put a live eel up the anus, and naturally he did that. True oh, story. A 49-year-old <laughs> man from Ganshu. Went to the hospital experiencing abdominal pain, initially omitting the fact that there was an eel in his body. He was immediately rushed to the emergency surgery. The doctors were shocked to find a 20-inch Asian swamp eel in his intestines. The doctor asked him after surgery how it got there initially, uh, and probably out of sheer embarrassment, he told his doctors, it must have just swam up there. (laughs) 
Yes, because uh, that's how most eels get in the anus. Later, he admitted to willingly putting the eel uh, up there to cure his constipation. The eel was successfully removed, and for all you PETA people out there, uh, without any harm uh, during the emergency surgery, and the patient is doing well also. Congratulations to the real-life Aquaman. You are this week's inductee into the Cigar Hall of Fame, brought to you by CLE Cigars. Oh, yes. Well, Florida been... man. <laughs> no, it was a, this one was a Chinese man. No. Luckily, it was a Chinese it's man. Florida. Oh, yeah. uh, Steve, thank you for being here. Uh, I know you got a busy travel schedule coming ahead of you. you Best going? of luck. Uh, I'm actually going out to uh, have an event out in Buffalo, New York. There you oh, go. very nice. And, uh, Kevin, thank you for being here. For you guys, having, make sure you get your tickets for Barrel of Monks for the Christmas party next week. Sammy Phillips, keep it lit. Paul, the producer, the best we could afford. Paul, the producer. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Awarded the 2014 Nicaraguan Cigar of the Year with numerous 90-plus ratings, the Perdomo 20th Anniversary Cigar celebrates Tabacalera Perdomo's 20 years as one of Nicaragua's largest premium cigar manufacturers. Using only the highest priming tobaccos grown exclusively by the Perdomo family, the 20th Anniversary Cigar has a tremendous profile with layer upon layer of rich, elegant, complex flavors. Visit your nearest authorized tobacconist today and experience the masterful blend of these Nicaraguan puros. Now available in extremely limited edition pyramid size in Sangro Maduro. Keep it lit with KMA Talk Radio. Southeast's number one club of the year is Spearmint Rhino. Enjoy $5 lunch specials daily till 3 p.m. with the best view in town. Really hungry? Take a bite of their 16-ounce New York strip special, only $14.95, available daily until 10 p.m. Spearmint Rhino, home of the $10 Tuesdays, all day, all night. Dances are only $10. Rhino is South Florida's adult playground. Mention the door, Honest Abe sent you, for free entry. For more information, visit SpearmintRhino.com. 